Hello and welcome. This is uh, so this is week twenty one. Uh, e- episode one, wait, week. episode episode twenty one. What week is it, Martin? Eleven. Week eleven of the NFL. Now there isn't a week. There is a week twenty. And what we wanted to do because we are exceptionally cool is have a lost tapes. Every cool franchise and industry has a lost <laughs> tapes. So uh, so that's what we did. It was obviously <laughs> intentional. Um, you were, you might have noticed we didn't manage to get a pod out last week. Um, yeah, technical shit. Apparently, um, this shit is harder than it looks. <laughs> uh, it probably was my fault, though. It's some, in some way, it probably was my fault. <laughs> Obviously. Well, we, we certainly make this shit look more difficult than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> With the Cle- Cleveland Browns of podca- podcasts. Uh, don't go that far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're bears, maybe. But yeah, exactly. We're, we're a, a stuttering franchise. Yeah. Um, so as to, given that we didn't have the smoothest run to this one, <laughs> I'll crack on. <laughs> and uh, as has become con- customary on the uh, Long Snapper podcast, we like to kick things off with a quiz. Uh, Martin, I think you've got one for us this week. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a quiz come game um, and probably a, a game that is um, dear to all of our hearts. Good old Top Trumps. <laughs> oh, yes. So I've I done Top um, Trumps. I've done an NFL combine top trumps. So what you're each going to get is I'm going to give you a player and then you, in order, I'll I'll go through which one, will get to choose whether we're talking about speed, strength, power, or agility. So essentially they're combine time. So the 40, the bench press, the broad jump, or the three cone drill. Make sense? Yep. So, right, so the first one, is, um, Adam is looking super confused. <laughs> <laughs> you know that bit? So, here, we, here we go. You're, you're going to get a player from your own franchises. So, first up, Dougie. Before you, before you carry on, can I just say that the lost pod, or whatever we're yeah. going to call it, um, I just, just want to tell our listeners that I won the quiz in the lost pod. <laughs> just, just in case that gets lost and forgotten. Boy, I, I don't know. Dougie. You've yeah. got the 2006 Kansas City draft pick of Brody Croyle. Oh, God. Craig, <laughs> you've got the 2015 Jets pick of Bryce Petty. And Adam, you've got the 2011 pick, Jake Locker. Now, QBs, for some reason, don't do the bench press, or very few of them do. So there's only three categories to choose from which is speed, power, or agility. I imagine in Jake Locker's case, he was injured when it came to uh, (laughs) doing the bench press. So, Dougie, you can go first. Pick a category that you think Brody Croyle will beat Bryce Petty and Jake Locker at. Is he going to be better in the 40, the broad jump, or the three cone? I reckon he would have have probably done them at the Wonderlick, but there's there's none. No, none. There, there isn't one, surely. Brody Croyle was one of the worst human beings ever, let alone quarterbacks. They, they each win one of these categories. Oh, they do? So okay, Brody Croyle. Yeah, so, yeah, three cone. What was it? Three cone? The broad jump or the 40. So, speed, power or agility. Which one's he beat okay, the other Okay, well, well, in my opinion, it's not going to be power because that'll be locker. Three cone. He did indeed win... The three cones. Right. Got the first one. 
Right, next up, Adam, pick a category from the day you think <laughs> beat <laughs> that Jake Locker beats Bryce Petty and Brody Coyle at. I'm going to go with speed. Before his many, many injuries, he had a bit of pace to him. He did indeed, and he is the quickest of the bunch. It's not hard. Probably mean a very, a very easy point then, for Craig. <laughs> I'll to, go for uh, a jump. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually, hang on, he completely slaughtered the uh, the other guys at the broad jump. And so it he, helps none that I was going to say. That's what I would have said anyway. Does it, it makes no difference no, at this stage? No. no. Right, here we go. So the next round, we've got um, this includes the bench press. We've got strength as well. Now, so there's four categories. That was just a bit of a warm up, though, to get the idea of what's going. Dougie, you've got the 2010 draft pick Tony Moaki. Craig, you've got the um, hard knocks favourite John Connor, the fullback. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you've got the unpronounceable Bo Scaife from 2005. Yeah, 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 remember him well. Going, just going just quickly, is there bonus points for getting the spelling right of that name? I could spell Scaife. Well, there you go, so no. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you then. (laughs) (laughs) So, right, Craig, you're up first then. To pick one of speed, strength, power or agility, which one do you think John Connor beats all the others at? Uh, Oh, oh, let's go strength. (laughs) That's actually a tie, so you get half a point. He and um, Bo Scaife both had 24 reps of the 100 kilo or 220. Yeah, pretty good. Dougie, you're up second. Pick a category that you think Tony Mwaki is going to beat the others at. Uh, the 40. No. Mm. John Connor was actually the quickest of uh, that bunch. And then Adam, you've got a couple of categories left. Which do you think? I'm going to go with power. Well, you, yeah, that's half a point because he was already, already told, said yeah, that. He's already so, said oh, that. Said. Oh. Too, too late, mate. Too late. So you got, you got, you got the broad jump or the three cone. No, no, you can't do that. He's already given his answer. <laughs> yeah, and I okay. know. Well, he gets half a point. Just, he's beating you, Doug. He, he might. Yeah. Not. You can't just go around <laughs> handing points out willy nilly. Okay, you got half a point then. That's uh, fine because that's. Uh, I, I, I picked the okay. loophole in the rules there nicely. Right, so. Last one. Here we go. Dougie, you've got Niles Davis, the uh, running back, drafted 2013. Craig, you've got Dustin Keller, the tight end, drafted in 08. And Adam, you've got, uh, no longer with the Tennessee Titans, but drafted in 15, Doriel Green-Beckham. So, Adam, what does Doriel Green-Beckham beat the other two at? Uh, It's... I'll toss up between two. I'll go with agility. Good shout. It is. Yes, he has the best three-cone drill. Only marginally over Dustin Keller, but he was uh, top of the pack there. Craig, pick a category. What does Dustin Keller, the tight end, beat Niles Davis and Doriel Green Beckham at? It's got to be power. Not. No. What? Mm. It is not. So, Dougie, pick a category that you think Niles Davis... It's going to be power, beats. mate. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So, Craig, it's you came last. That's a set-up as points. well, because I've, I've got a half point. Unlucky, mate. No prizes in yeah, this game so, for a tie. Yeah, 
other, other than the um, the lost pod, Adam has got there with two and a half points. He's uh, today's winner. Well done. You win uh, NFL Combine Top Trumps. So for the for the first time that can ever be confirmed, uh, I suppose we have to play Adam's music. Yeah, let's, oh, not, let's not make a habit of that though, right? Yeah, well, it's only happened once. <laughs> my, my fear is that they somehow jinxes it, and that as soon as I win a quiz, it just it just disappears. <laughs> a recording of a podcast. It's been known. Okay, so before we move on, uh, first things first, you would have uh, um, we had a, a switch in the chair for this week. Uh, we had a switch in the chair last week while Doug was away filming men hitting balls back and forward to each other, uh, and. Um, you know, we at some point in time, you will be one of the first people to hear week twenty um, of the very, very cool long snapper pod. Uh, until such time, we'll move on with twenty one. Uh, and for all your long snapper information, you can check us out on Twitter at Long Snap Pod. You can uh, join the Facebook group, uh, which is Long Snapper Podcast on Facebook. And we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. So download it, click the links, all that stuff. Now that the plugs are done, let's move on to the week's games. Lads, uh, another decent weekend of games, in my opinion. Uh, enjoy it, get some football in. Yeah, very much so. Second week in a row, although last week didn't happen, apparently. Um, yeah, I mean, again, a superb Sunday for Red Zone and, and some decent primetime games as well. Fantastic. One of the things I wanted to um, give a, a quick shout out to, I, I think the, the long snapper pod spoke and Game Pass listened. Because one of the things I've noticed is there's about a 20 to 40% reduction in how long the games are on the condensed version. I watched a bunch of games this week and they averaged probably 30, 35 minutes. Whereas previous weeks they were touching the hour mark, um, maybe even more. I don't think the games went any quicker in real time. But I think the NFL Game Pass lot got their act together and actually allowing us to watch a full game in sub-35 minutes. So I tip my hat to that. Well done, boys. Should we start with Monday night? It's so the logical place to start. Not? Logical. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. The Raiders are showing... Well, question. Did they show resiliency or uh, was it a lucky game for the Raiders in the end? From what I saw, a number of key drops... Big play drops should have, in my opinion, probably cost them the game. Um, and they managed to make, up until this week, you know, a, a pretty flat, bang average side, look competitive. Thoughts? I I was really concerned in so towards the end of the third quarter that the Texans were going to win this game. The Texans would have gone to seven and three had they done so. That's a sham, isn't must, it? Must be, <laughs> must have been the falsest position that any team could have nearly got to. Um, luckily, it didn't happen. The Raiders got, yes, they showed a bit of resiliency, but they got lucky as well. A couple of couple of calls went their way that on another day wouldn't have done. Um, the Texans actually looked a bit better, but when it, I mean, when it came down to it, the Raiders were ballsy enough down the stretch when it mattered. Fourth and one, going for it, late doors. But yeah, I was a bit concerned. I haven't seen it, but I've had a look at some stats for this game. One thing that stood out to me, both teams really poor in the red zone. I don't know if you picked up on that during the game. Both teams really having problems punching the ball in. They combined three for nine in the red zone and and zero for two in goal-to-go situations. That makes sense. The Raiders had a couple of, they had a 75-yarder 
and I think Latavius Murray ran one in from sort of 30-odd yards, so perhaps they didn't score a touchdown from the red zone. Yeah, I think maybe that's also in part to do, particularly in the Raiders' front, that um, Michael Crabtree seems to have uh, dropped off a bit. Their running backs seem to be more about pace than, than just powering the ball between the tackles. So I think if teams have managed to lock down Crabtree, I'm not sure if there's much else in that Raiders' um, box of tricks to, to help inside the 20. I think the only one of the positives I did take for, for, for the Texans was Clowney looked like the Clowney that was drafted first overall. And when they when JJ gets back, that defensive line could be trouble. Clowney was doing a great job of busting up plays in the backfield, hitting the running back before he gets to the line of scrimmage and hurrying the quarterback. Um, mix of that, Kush, and then... JJ returning, that defence could be the defence that we all thought it would be two years ago. Uh, other than that, not impressed by the Texans and think the Raiders were lucky. It's, it's, it's true, but Derek, Derek Carr wasn't sacked in the game, which mm-hmm. leads me on. felt like he probably should have been. Uh, lead, I, one thing that uh, I found trawling through the stats was that um, Carr was actually the third-ranked QB in terms of um, uh, ball release this week. So dropping back quick releases, not giving the defence time to actually rush him. As I said, as you said, no no, no sacks at all for the Houston defence. And I think that was game plan orientated by the Raiders to get that ball out quickly before that rush could actually take effect. Yeah, that's that's fair. I thought Carr had a, other than one shocking interception, he had a good game again. And when it when it came down to it, the later, later in the game, the fourth quarter, he seemed to, he seemed to step up once more. Eight and two, the Raiders. Yep. Could could be could be a could be a, a factor in that division. Moving on, we had Cowboys Ravens. How serious are Dallas? Um, Big D rolling on. They look for real, and it feels like we're saying this every week. Um, we mentioned on the Lost Pod that uh, the reintroduction of Des Bryant and getting production out of him could make a real difference, make the Cowboys dangerous. How good are those Cowboys? They've got the formula, haven't they? They've got the the true star running back who is as dangerous catching the ball as he is running the ball. They've now got a true number one wide receiver with a nice compliment around him. Cole Beasley, you know, he got in the, the end zone um, this week. But I think it's it comes down to that O-line. If that O-line stays fit and healthy, they keep those boys in front of those pieces, they can chew the clock up and wear down just about any team. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that Prescott, really. Doing a bit of digging, when he, when when Prescott faces no pressure, his QB rating is 130. As soon as he gets a bit of pressure in his face, that drops to 80. Now that would suggest to me that a couple of line, a couple of or maybe one injury on that offensive line, and he starts getting a little bit of pressure his way, maybe he starts to crumble a bit. But that offensive line is so dominant that they're basically making that Prescott's reputation. Now. I don't know about you boys, but is there a better QB in the NFL when faced with pressure than Tony Romo? <laughs> Tom Brady, maybe. But <laughs> exactly. Now, Big Ben. How much? Well, yeah, yeah I mean Big Ben, but how much yeah. of this? How much of this Dallas performance really can you put down to Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott? And really, how much of it is down to the big guys on the line? Because you know, two rookies performing like they're performing would suggest that you know that offensive line has got to be something really special. Let me give you two 
uh, important pieces of information. Dak's last eight fourth quarter drives, he's missed two passes, two, two solitary passes. They are, uh, in the last eight games, they've had eight consecutive games of 400-yard total offense. That ties NFL records. Anyone want to know the other two teams who have done that? Uh, the Pats will be one. Pats won the 16 no Pats. Um, Saints, the year they went, rolled it. No, no, I put you out of misery. Peyton uh, and the Broncos when Demarius Thomas broke the passing record. They are the only two teams who have done this. This is a record setting team. Now, that O line, you don't, you show me a Super Bowl winning team uh, who's won their team, uh, won won the uh, Super Bowl due to their offense, who's won it without a good offensive line. This offensive line is stellar, but these two rookies are special. There's, there's, you can't, what, you can't argue with that stat, though, of a 30-point of a, of a QBR drop when he faces pressure. And the pressure will increase if he takes a couple of injuries on that line. Maybe, maybe the offensive line are just giving him so much time that it, you know... The one thing we don't know is how good Romo would have looked in, behind that line. We And we may not find out. He may have played his last game in Dallas. Speaking of to- Tony Romo, let's. Uh, one of the things he did prior to this game was come out and say it is Dak's team. Um, you know, what can you do? This quarterback is doing things very few other quarterbacks have done. Is t- taking his team on an eight, eight, eight game stretch without losing. Is Tony looking for a new team? Are Dallas shopping him at this point? Well, they're, they're trying to hang on to him. I think they want. They'd like to keep him as a backup if they can. Oh, they, 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 with, with with the money, they, they couldn't possibly keep his wage bill on that as a backup. I, I can't see, even if they wanted to, I just don't believe that yeah, the numbers would add up. They're let, hardly paying Dak Prescott anything, though. This is the thing. They've got their, their wages are flipped for the the jobs that they have. There is, um, and as long as as long as Dak Prescott's on his rookie rookie contract, um, they can do that and have room. They've essentially got the situation that Seattle had in that they've got a quarterback that's going to be underpaid for four years. But the one thing I would... By which time, Romo will be gone. Yeah, but, but the one thing I would I would sort of temper that with is, look, like, look at Kaepernick's rookie season. You know, he got that massive contract. He play, well, it wasn't his redshirted the first year, but you, you, you see what I mean? I, I don't know if they'll let him go until they see the start of next year if there's going to be a regression. Because this year, well, you, you, you're riding on a crest of, of a wave confidence-wise. You're riding just momentum that no other team has got. And we've never seen Prescott with his back against the wall and we don't know how we'll react to that. Yeah, I think a better example of that would probably be RG3. The fact that he came out, broke records in one year with, you know, he came out with the likes of, you know, around the time that Cam Newton came out and people were like, well, obviously you want RG3 rather than Newton and RG3 perhaps looking better than Luck. And now RG3 can't get a start at the Browns. I've got somewhere that I read today that might be a better proposition than that. A team that's ready to win, a team that's in a tough division. What about the Arizona Cardinals? I'd heard that as well, actually. It's yeah, a, I thought of them, but yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, what what's that? I mean, he's a similar age to Palmer, isn't he? Is it is it a, a like for like swap? I don't, I don't, I kind um, of get it, but. On current, on current form, he's an upgrade, and that, that is what it is. At that age, you're looking at a year, two years. Wouldn't surprise me if I saw him at Arizona. 
Wouldn't surprise me if I see him at, if I saw him at Denver. Personally, I'd like him to come to New York and chuck some passes. But what I will say is that that Dallas Cowboys team is relevant and truly relevant. Not relevant because of history, not relevant because of the big D and the power that they have down there for football, but because they have a young side, a side built to win. If they can improve that defence, I see that team being competitive over the next three years and Dak Prescott proving that he's more the Russell Wilsons rather than the RG3s. And I think the um, the, the game this week versus the, the Ravens showed that you know, Ravens are one of the best run-stopping defences in the league at the moment. And and they did a good job of bottling up Ezekiel Elliott. I think he had something like 35 yards in the first half of that game. You know, they, they, they kept him contained and they made the Cowboys beat them with Dak and Dez. If, I think if the Cowboys come up against a more complete team, and by that I mean the Ravens' offence is dog shit you look at that they're really they're running game Terrence West and is it Kenneth Dixon are doing nothing the O-line looks poor Flacco doesn't seem to want to throw the ball more than about five yards I think if they meet a good offense and an equally talented defense someone like Denver then or KC or you know one of the other teams the Patriots maybe they um they'll have a bit more trouble you know um one thing I think that may hold Dallas back Joe Flacco faced no pressure on 31 of his pass passes. In the playoffs, we've seen these offensive juggernauts get all the way, steamroll all their way through the league, get to the playoffs, get found out because they've got no pass rush, um, get found out because they've got no defence. And I think that's maybe where they come unstuck. So all is yet to be seen in Dallas, I think, is a very exciting time for, for, for Dallas in the NFL. Uh, maybe we've not been able to say that, certainly, in the last 10, 15 years. Um, I don't know if anyone saw New Orleans uh, at Carolina, but one of the toughest men in the world, uh, also pretty angry after running a flipping um, uh, fumble back, looking like a broken man on a car, looking really hurt. Um, Luke Keekley out. Any, any thoughts on that game, boys? Luke Keekley looked, when he was on the back of that car, like... He didn't know where he was. It was almost like he he was, uh, does anyone know where my mum is? You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he looked like he was, he'd was. he just been hit so hard that his mind had skipped back to the age of six. And he was just like, why am I in a stadium? Where's my mummy? You know? yeah. I mean, one of the things that when I saw that and, and one of the first thoughts I had, because obviously he's had concussions previously. I, th- I think it was maybe last year that... Um, that he had his last one was that a bloke that's thinking shit this is actually the end of a stellar superstar NFL career because my head just can't take the pace of the game and it it didn't even look you know sometimes concussions don't even look like they're the big hits you know it's just the way the head comes off the floor or something like that it really did look like maybe he's aware of, of a little bit more than we are I, I thought the same thing. I well, I actually first thought that he'd had a, a serious injury somewhere else, maybe his knee, or he maybe he knew he'd blown yeah, his ACL or something like that, and he was just in tears. It transpires that the concuss- the concussion's done that. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's had warnings. He's obviously had previous concussions, but yeah, it, it was it was sad to see. I mean, you don't want to laugh at somebody 
going through that much pain. But yeah, horrible. You boys have uh, seen Any Given Sunday, obviously. Yep. And it it, it really reminded me. It, you know, shock is it shock? The middle linebacker, yeah, yeah, yeah who's yeah. desperate to just play that one Lawrence last Taylor game. Played, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wants to play, desperate to play that one last game. Uh, been told by the doctors, you know, this is not the right thing, but the team doctor wants him to play. I mean, it really did open up a different, that other world of NFL. This is, you know, life and death for these players, but actually risking life and death to, to play this game. I mean, they, they like him playing middle linebacker, and Luke Keekley, I'm sure, can attest, is basically being in a car accident for three hours. <laughs> Bashed, you know, you're, you're running into 350-pound men, and you're getting hit by guys coming from every direction. So, you know, I, I think that it, it's it's scary stuff for players like that. So I was just going back to that. I'm live Googling this, but I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was very old. He's 25. Yeah, he's very young. Yeah. He's only... that, that, that makes it... And almost... been around forever. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's, yeah. he's been around forever, but he's 25 years old. Drafted 2012, ninth overall, 2012 NFL draft. Yeah, 25 years old. He's already been the defensive MVP, isn't he? Yep. So, with, 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 with Keekley out, what do we think for Carolina moving forward? Oh, they're, they're in a dark place. No. They really are. They're, they're, if Keekley is the glue that holds that D together, they haven't played anything like they did last year. The offense has been a one-man show with Cam Newton. That's a bunch of mediocre receivers. Cam's getting bashed up. He's crying to the commissioner about the hits he's taking. They're going to be one of the the biggest fall-offs from a Super Bowl team to the following season. You're going to see the one of the biggest Super Bowl hangovers, I think, of, of, of the modern era. Josh Norman must be loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> who'd have thought he's, he's, he's going to have gone to the Redskins and he's going to be in the playoffs and the Carolina Panthers aren't? There is no way you'd have predicted that at the beginning of the season. No way no at way. all. So, so Redskins over Giants then for that wild card spot? Is that what you're saying, Martin? Yeah, I think so. I think I, th- I think they look they look like obviously they've got Fat Rob running the ball now. He um, he knocked up with it three touchdowns this week. Their O line looks good. Their defense, which was soft as shit early on, seems to have got it together again now. And they've got some real playmakers. You know, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Gosson, Jordan Reed coming back. That's that's a good good looking offense. Kirk Cousins a bit Jacqueline Hyde, but I, I think. I probably trust at the moment Kirk Cousins more than I do Eli Manning this year. He's uh, the 12th ranked quarterback overall, isn't he? I think. Kirk? Yeah. Could be. That, yeah, I, I could well believe that. He's had yeah. a couple really, really, really good games. He had the old shocker, but he's had a had a, a, a decent number of games. And like I say, he's got some pieces around him now in that offence. I, mean, I, I would say that the Packers' secondary isn't the biggest test he's going to face. I would, no. I would put that, put that out there, but sun, Sunday night football, the world watching, he, I mean, he looked, he looked seriously good. He really did. I stand corrected. He's, he's third in yards, uh, 3,091, only Matt Ryan and Drew Brees above him in the top 12 in, in touchdowns as well. I'm, I'm not a fan of Kirk Cousins. I think a lot of his numbers are inflated. I think that NFC, uh, run for the, Playoff spot. I like the Giants. I think they've won the last five on the trot. Um, last time Eli did that, he won a Super Bowl. Now I'm not saying they win a Super Bowl. I just like Eli Manning and uh, Odell Beckham. Um, I just think elite players come good. 
Uh, and I don't think there's nearly enough on that Washington team. Deshaun Jackson is far too hot and cold, doesn't impact the game. Sorry, Martin, do you want to... No, I was going to say, is I really don't think there's a huge amount between the two teams. You look at the way they're built, that, that Giants defence is a bunch of mercenaries that now seem to be gelling a bit. They're, you know, that D-line's getting some pressure. The, you know, you've got some explosive, exciting guys at the receiver. Sterling Shepard, Odell Beckham, Victor Cruz has come back. So there's a lot of similarities between the two teams. And I, I think almost you could flip a coin between the, between the two. I'm, I'm just going Redskins because, you know, so far I like what I've seen from them. I don't think you need to flip a coin. I think, I think they're both in. Why, why, who, who else is making it as a wildcard team in the NFC? So that's uh, the, three from the, the other NFC three East, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my call. Maybe. Has that ever been done before? Yeah, not a bad shout. Just um, just before we before we move on, just Kurt, you're saying Kirk Cousins' numbers are inflated. Um, 375 yards, three touchdowns against Green Bay. 458 yards and two touchdowns against uh, Cincinnati. Not a bad defense. You know, 364 yards against Dallas. Nearly 300 yards against the Giants. The only bum performance he put in was against the Browns, but he threw for three touchdowns and nearly 200 yards. So... I'm not sure if they are inflated or, you know, he's not a trendy name, is he? That's his problem. I don't like him. <laughs> he, could be a bit of, he does come across as a bit of a dick as well. We should know. That's, that's got to go in the vault of uh, <laughs> Dougie Andrews' impressions yeah. with uh, Simeon and then Alan Partridge. <laughs> we... Stick that we one sh- up there. We should know that my uh, evaluation of players does often come down to whether I like you or not. From playoff runs to playoff capitulations, Cards Vikings um, had a bit of a game. What has happened to the Cardinals? Two years ago, this was the, this was a playoff team, going to be competitive, can't move the ball. Vikings showing that defense, showing that it's still legit, but. Is there enough on either of those teams to, 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 to make a run? No, I think it's a short answer. Um, the, the, the Cardinals uh, have just literally fallen to pieces. And Carson Palmer looks like, I, say, I think we said in the, in the loss pod, the geezer looked like he had a stroke about a month ago. He can't move. He misses passes by miles. I mean, I, I think it looked like on that pick that Xavier Rhodes took back for 101 yards, it looked like the receiver had fucked up. Because as soon as the ball came out of his hand, you saw his arms go up as if to say, what the fuck? And I, I don't know if the receiver broke wrong or, or misread the coverage or something. And then, yeah, it, it's a foot race. And, uh, you know, off goes Xavier Rhodes down the sideline for 101. Massive game-changing, game-killing kind of uh, touchdown there. So the, card, the cards are dead and buried in my book. Um, I don't know how much of it's down to Palmer and how much of it, again, comes down to the fat guys. Um he faced pressure on nearly 70% of his throws. So, you know, two-thirds of the time you're getting a D lineman in your face, you're going to make mistakes, especially if you're a 38-year-old bloke who can't really move that well. It's easier to deal with that when you're a young man, isn't it? Exactly. And, uh, you know, he's, he's getting pounded. I don't know. It's very easy just to look at the look at the guy with the ball in his hands and say, it's all your fault. We're, we're brilliant because of you and we're bad because of you. And, and I don't think you become instantly overnight 
just a bad QB. If you're getting pressured 70% of the time, then some of it's probably not your fault. I don't, I don't think it's overnight in Palmer's case, though, is it? It, it was the back end of last year. We, 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 we saw, you know, he's had a couple of ACLs done. He was never mobile, really, at the best of times. So he's been banged up. I mean, when he's good, he still looks like, you know, one of the premier QBs. But that's been, it's been probably, you know, nine or 10 months since we've seen that because it would, would have been December of last year, last time we saw a good Carson Palmer performance. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're right. I think that Bruce Arians has got literally every last drop out of Carson, Carson Palmer. He looked done at the Raiders. Uh, he had a little bit of a revitalization. Reminds me a bit mm. like Brett Favre, that last year in Minnesota, where it looked, oh my God, this, this man's still got a bit about him. Uh, and that, that was Carson Palmer in the last year. Uh, I'm not sure that's the case anymore. I, I think they're pretty much wrapped up. Uh, and it was it was exciting while it lasted. Just saying that five-game five run came at the beginning of the season, not at the end. So, so lads, best team in the NFL currently. Who are you pinning your, uh, who are you pinning your, your, your flag on? I'm going to give you Dallas, Seattle or New England. Uh, let's start with Doug. Uh, the Falcons. <laughs> okay, cheers, mate. <laughs> Martin. You just can't bet against the evil genius, can you? The, the, the Patriots. They've still got Brady. He's still playing as well as he's ever played. If Gronk can stay fit for a little bit, that defence still all right. Yeah. Defence sucks, it, man. Listen to Bill Simmons talk well. about listen to Bill Simmons talk about the Pats defence. There's that that is a died in the wall Pats fan. Um, I don't know if you saw he got into a massive Twitter beef with Chris Collinsworth because he, uh, this was last week, but he asked Collinsworth if he... Hashtag Twitter beef. Yeah, he asked if, um, <laughs> does Collinsworth know that the Pats D-line is crap? Or, or words to that effect. And Collinsworth called him out and said, uh, have fun dissecting that while you're not recording your show that's just been cancelled or something. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I, I'd love to jump all over that and say yeah the, the Pats do looks terrible but but you can't you can't write anything off that they ever do I I, I winced when you first asked that question Craig and the reason for that was the answer is the New England Patriots oh. and it pains me yeah. it, I, I just clean your mouth inside out. I do but oh well you I, you, you I, made I, me do you made <laughs> me say that <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the only one here with any credibility, and uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the rookies in Dallas. I I I've loved Zeke from the gate. I'd love them to do well. Let's let's get let's get Dallas Dallas to the Super Bowl. We didn't get to go through all the games, however, lads. A uh, few stories in the NFL. I think we've we've got to talk about kickers. I I think there was a Shit the a bed. bit of a bit of stuff on the lost pod again about going for two and tactics around the extra point etc but 12 missed extra points it what's going on i mean it, it need it needs a bit of figuring out I, I think there's a little bit of a you know perfect storm this week in that the weather around the league was pretty shit you know we're getting to the time of year we're now in you know it's pretty stormy season most of the games that I watched anyway. It looked at least raining, potentially howling with wind. And it just seemed we didn't have many indoor games. There was an awful lot exposed to the elements. You've gone back that little bit further. It's, it's you know, it, they should be the the yeah. the, the, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, got, 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 got that evil kicker. I can't, <laughs> his name, I can't say. He, he missed one in the, 
underneath a candlestick it's somewhere miles and miles and miles away that they now play but yeah the west coast three games late doors were in horrible weather weren't they um yeah just just to to round that point off um again going back to bill simmons he he seems to think that the moving the extra points back to the 35 where where kickers used to have that that sort of practice almost like practice putts with um golfers the extra points used to be like practice putts give their legs a workout you know keep their technique primed but now from the 35 every kick's a pressure kick and some of them are being found out to be weak mentally well absolutely because i think the comparison in the, at the same distance field goals i think there was only missed one missed in, other than, uh, in comparison to the 12 extra points so it does say sacks so obviously playing on people's minds yeah uh, uh, just lastly Craig, yeah just lastly um that that dallas win over baltimore first time dallas have ever beaten them Perfect. And Jared Goff, we talked a lot about him. He started and was absolutely average, just like Jeff Fisher. Well done, boys. Fucking, that is so shit. Move to LA and just be shit. <laughs> Fucking devil. Apparently, they're already struggling how did, to sell... How did Miami win that game? Already struggling oh, to sell tickets in Miami. That's just in... Jeff Fisher effect. Yeah. <laughs> you literally employed the most average man in the history of the world, and he found you the most average quarterback. And, and they're playing in a shit. terrible stadium. I had a mate that was at the uh, game last week, not the Dolphins game, the, the game before, the Panthers game. And he sent me a picture of his seat and I asked him if he was watching the game from a nearby hill or in the stadium. Um, <laughs> the stadium's rubbish and they're not selling seats. So that experiment seems to be faltering, which is why I think you're seeing Goodell saying he wants the Raiders and the Chargers to stay put. Yeah, I fucking bet. Faltering yeah. or fell on its fucking ass yeah. is how I describe it. I think that I'll round up NFL news this week uh, and move us very promptly and swiftly uh, to, to Fantasy Corner, who's got a tune? Another week of fantasy. What did we see? What's, uh, what's impressive? Who scored the big point? Um, everybody who played against me in all my leagues. That's who. Yeah. I think I looked... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I think I looked at the stats and of the first, I think... There are only three players scored more than 20 points that weren't a QB, which you're thinking that is some pretty, you know, there's not big performances there when, when you look at that. And it, it was three running backs. So no receiver broke more than 20 points. I think Fat Rob must have done, right? He, uh, he had a, yeah, a fat, monster fat Rob, game. And it was, uh, yeah, Fat Rob, Zeke and um, David Johnson, I'm pretty sure. With a, no, Lev Bell, sorry. No, Lev not Zeke. Zeke. Yeah. Dave, not Zeke. Yeah, Dave Lev, Johnson, Lev let, I'll clear this up. Look, it's Dave, it's Dave Johnson, Fat Rob, Lev Bell um, and Des Bryant. Well, Des Bryant got bang on 20, so it didn't get over the, tw- the yeah. 20 box. So, yeah, more, more than 20, only three players. And there's about eight QBs, I think, got, got more than that or there, thereabouts. Yep. So just a down week this week then, boys. I mean, Martin, you mentioned the weather conditions. We saw a significant drop-off in Ezekiel Elliott's production. Um, and, you know, part of that was certainly Dallas. You know, they threw the ball three times out of three, twice at the goal line. That's unheard of for the whole season. Um, did that have an effect? Look, you, you say Zeke had a, a downtick in production. He still scored 12 and a half points. You know, and, and that's the lowest he's scored since week two. So, you know, let's not um, let's not uh, kick the bloke too much. He's still pretty beastly, isn't he? 
Oh, he's a monster, but he, he got a touchdown, didn't he? So no, he it's, didn't. It's, he didn't. He was no, no, 97 all, yards I, I, rushing and 30 yards, passing. Yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, 97 that's... yards rushing is considered a bad week. That shows the sort of season he's had, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's he quite scored something. nearly 40 points last week. I mean, I've had weeks this year where I, my team hasn't scored that. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know Zeke will be fine moving forward. Fantasy owners, there is questions around Sean McCoy. Came out of the game very early in the second quarter, had surgery on the thumb, um, still managed to get ten points himself. Got in the end zone early doors. Um, should fantasy owners of uh, Shader McCoy be concerned? I think, I think he's going to be man back the, next man, week. Man the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the. I don't know if you, you saw the picture I tweeted of um, a rugby player called James Horwill this week. Oh yes, yes I did. Um, horrible. Oh, so you no, know Brian Baldinger's finger from the NFL Network. <laughs> yeah, that basically He's with picky. the bone sticking out, he walks to the sideline, gets the physio to tape it up, and carries on playing. So no, you a, shouldn't worry about Shady. Shady should worry about being a man and playing through a dislocated thumb. Yeah, it's a bit of a girl getting tape on that, really, isn't he? Yeah. Just carry on. <laughs> but, how, but, but, but thumbs are quite important, though. When you've got how, exactly. Not, you know, not fumble and catch the ball. Take a hand. In a game All where... All the other little bits that running backs are expected to do. You de- your number one priority is to hold the fucking ball. Hold and it in the other hand. Running back, I can Just hold you, it in the other hand. Just okay, and a thumb might be an issue. However, he has had surgery. He's unlikely to miss time. Uh, I'd like to think Shady's gonna, Shady's gonna be all right. We've got running backs coming back. Doug, you'll be happy. Doug Martin back, uh, getting some plays. Are, are, are you confident with him moving forward, returning from injury? I, I, he did look good in the limited action that I saw of him um, running the ball well. Thomas Rawls coming back as well. And then uh, we lose Giovanni Bernard, don't we, to a torn ACL, which I think tidies the um, the running back situation up at Cincinnati because there were a bit of a, a committee with Jeremy Hill with what? Bernard out. Weren't there concerns about Jeremy Hill having an injury as well? I, that, I don't know. Not the ice, nothing I'm sure that I saw something about finished. it. I, I don't know. Look, I've watched a lot of tennis and my mind's not really there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Rex Burkhead is uh, the next back. I was, oh, was going to say, so. like, who can name the next RB on their depth chart? There you yeah. go. There, there you go. go. Get, get your thumbs on the app. Because you've um, got to do your research. If you want to win yeah. a fan, you've got to know this shit. Yeah. Exactly. Shady, be, Shady's screwed, isn't he? He can't get his thumbs on the app. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy season's um, over. <laughs> sticking with Tampa, uh, Mike Evans, big body receiver, big threat, uh, big play threat, more points this week. Um, I've got him in my top three uh, between now and the end of the year. Uh, where do you guys see him? Should you be trying to trade for him right now? I think he's the most targeted receiver in football at the moment. You know, Winston, there's not a lot else going on in that Tampa Bay um, passing game. So if you've got a guy like that, which Winston seems very, very comfortable with him, then yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he's going to end up with AJ Green's um, hamstring blowing up or whatever happens. I, I think Evans is going to be right there to, to pick up the slack and, and be with the best of them. I, I love Mike Evans now. He had a fantastic rookie year and just seemed to have that sophomore thing with a few drops and other issues last year this is his third season and he seems to have eliminated that he's not dropping passes anymore he is incredible to watch I, you, I, I, you... I love watching Mike Evans and I just think he's going to get better why are we talking about this he's the number one ranked fantasy football wide receiver 
That's the reason. No, yeah, but no one's going to trade. No one's going to trade for him. It's not a surprise. He's the number one ranked receiver. You can try and trade for him, but no one's going to trade him me. to you, are they? Piss on everyone's cereal. Okay, so Dougie's saying we have established Mike Evans is good. Mike I, Evans I is in 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 other news, number one ranked fantasy wide receiver is good. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is can you true. start bringing facts into this? I'm sorry. Yeah, I've had <laughs> yeah. nothing to do. All right, I've had nothing to do apart from look at facts. <laughs> Any any other fantasy nuggets, boys? Well, the only other little bit I was going to mention is tight ends. Where the fuck have they gone? There's not a single one that scored more than a hundred points so far this year. I think Greg Olson is is the top ranked one with about ninety eight ish points, depending on what what format you you're running. Martellus Bennett's got more points than Gronk. I mean, okay, he's been out with injuries and stuff, but when you think, hang on a minute, your tight ends probably scored your team less points than your kicker has something's gone horribly, horribly wrong at that position. It's just weird that this year just seems to be the year of the tight ends forgot to turn up. I think it's just been a bad couple of weeks. Kelsey's gone missing. He started well. Delaney Walker is probably just under 100 points, I'm guessing. Um, life has been out all year. Yeah, yeah, another one. I mean, it was a little there's, like, there's, like um, Gronk has missed time, hasn't he? Jimmy Graham's emerging, getting his t- targets. Red zone threat. There's eight kickers yeah. that have scored more points than uh, the top ranked tight end. They still don't matter. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know they don't matter because the number one kicker overall in our in 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 fantasy football is a free agent in our league. He's only the Stato. Now he's given up the hosting yeah. duties. He's yeah. become Angus Lockran. Anyone that knows me, anyone that knows me well enough, <laughs> knows that that is not a shock. <laughs> this is this is the man. This is the man that brought NHL 95 and NHL 96 and went through each roster and compared the stats of each player. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we, have successfully, we have successfully identified that one, facts make sense, but two, facts also don't make sense. You've got all you needed from our pod. I think that Three, probably... Doug, Dougie is a married man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I think that wraps up Fantasy uh, Corner, boys. Nice one. Let's play that music. Fantasy team, he's about to help me achieve my full fantasy dreams. And if he does, I'm talking shit for the next 52 weeks. So before we move on to next week's uh, one-sentence previews, just another quick shout-out. Um, follow us on Twitter and that long snap pod. Um, boys, you want to do your individual handles? Doug? Chinese lensman. Chinese underscore lensman, sorry. It's not racist. It's... Um... I look a bit Chinese. Sounds pretty racist. Mine. <laughs> it's not Mike, racist. It's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Big Brown Bear 13, I think. Big Brown Bear. I, I, don't use, I don't use Twitter very much. So so don't follow him. Adam. <laughs> AD Foxcroft. And our members 162. Follow us on Long Snap Pod. Uh, Long Snap Pod, sorry. And follow, uh, uh, subscribe, like, whatever it is on Facebook, on the Facebook page, Long Snapper Pod. Right, boys, everybody ready for your one-sentence previews? Yeah. yeah. Here are our one-sentence previews for Week 12. Pittsburgh at Indy. If luck can't play, then the AFC North is there for the taking, Pittsburgh. New England at the Jets. Form doesn't matter. Gangrene always ready for a visit from Brady and Co. Look for an upset here. The Pats or me. 
<laughs> Sam Fran at Miami. Miami could really win six on the bounce. The first time since 2005. Minnesota at Detroit. One team here is pretending, but which one? Rams at the Saints. All logic says the Saints win, but this is just the sort of game that Jeff Fisher wins and wins ugly. Seattle at Tampa Bay. Hawks may be the best team in the league, but overmatched here. Cincy at Baltimore. It's looking good for the Ravens as they take on the now toothless Tigers. Jags versus the Bills. Those used to the sun don't like Buffalo in November. Arizona at Atlanta. The Cards need a third strip when they play a team in red, but kick clash or not, they aren't winning this one. Washington at Dallas. Multiple-time Pro Bowl QB on the bench. Ricky QB and RB breaking all NFL records. All pro wide out just getting into his stride versus a quarterback playing okay and reminding his boss about it. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> I do the math on well, how many I, sentences that was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Green Bay at Philly. Rodgers is looking good again, which is more than could be said for the rest of the pack. Giants at Browns. Next. (laughs) (laughs) San Diego at Houston. Come on, San Diego. You are good enough to have a winning record. Houston, you are not. Let's redress the balance. Carolina at Oakland. Possibly the game of the weekend. This one's a pick'em. Tennessee at Chicago. A perfectly timed pick-me-up for the boys in baby blue. Kansas City at Denver. Not much offense on display here, probably gonna finish 6-3. And there you have your one sentence previews. Enjoy week 12, people. Before we get out of here, let's do any other business. Uh, Let's start with Martin. So um, my only other business this week is a little bit of a Jack and Ori. It's not anything in particular, it's just what happened yesterday. Um, At work, get a phone call from the, uh, the nursery when my daughter goes. Um, she's come out in a big old rash. She's um, conveniently allergic to cow's milk. So I have to scuttle off back to uh, to the nursery, go, all right, how's, you know, they know about this allergy and uh, get there. And turns out the greedy little bastard had not only smashed her own two Weetabix, but uh, decided to eat the kid next to us breakfast as well. So this one-year-old has uh. smashed three Weetabix up wipe the milk all over her face, come out in a massive rash, nursery panics and uh, gives me a call. So I have to come leave work, come back, go and get her. So I think, well, what should I do for the rest of the day? You know, I've got the afternoon off work now, so I take her swimming. Local pool here. And we go have a nice swim, getting changed, coming out. And um, coming through the, the sort of changing rooms and just catch the, the eyes of um, this woman in there. And it was that mutual look of one of us has just fucked up <laughs> because she's fucking naked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm either going to end up with some fucking sex offenders register or she's in the wrong. And there's that quick look, look around saying, where are the fucking signs? Where are the fucking signs? Where are the signs? <laughs> it was a unisex thing. Thank God she was the one that fucked up. <laughs> but you try not to make a big deal of it. You try not to, uh, you know, as you're walking through and thinking, well, you're completely naked. But credit where credit was due, that was a well-maintained lady guard. <laughs> <laughs> try, try being bollock naked in a, a, a unisex sauna without a towel not not good times not good times <laughs> Doug you got one uh, yeah I mean to respond to Martin's one my daughter handed me a poo in the bath tonight 
<laughs> just just handed me a poo. But she, she just stood up and said, Daddy, I've, I've done a sausage and handed it to me. Um, but that's re- not really what I want to talk about. I mean, as you know, I've been at the O2 Arena this week, all week watching grown middle-aged men smash tennis balls at each other while groaning. Um, tennis is the worst sport in the world, and I won't hear anything different. It's basically, like I say, middle-aged men in shorts welting tennis balls at each other and then toweling themselves down for three hours. When you serve an ace, you do not sweat enough to require the use of a towel to dab yourself off. If I hear another person say, come on, Andy, I'm going to take whatever the nearest thing is to me and shove it so far down that person's throat that they'll be shitting whatever it is out for the next month. I don't Come care. Come on, about- Andy. Come on, Andy. <laughs> you're only saying that because you're on the end of Skype. <laughs> you don't know the depth Come of my on, rage. <laughs> um, I don't get it. I just don't get it. There's nothing entertaining about it in the slightest. I don't get the fucking scoring system. They haven't fixed that in all the years. That's, that's the, mate, that Zero is 50, like, the- that is number 36 on the, on the problems with tennis list. <laughs> Funnily enough, I have a counter view to Doug, and I quite like tennis and Andy Murray. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. Hell um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, go, I'll go next. Um, I want to talk about indecision. You bitches who can't make a decision for love and money, you piss me off, and I'll tell you why. When we're driving, look left, look right. If Sorry, are you no talking bitches in, as in the? You know, I, 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 I'm talking. See, this is when I talk bitches. It, you will, you may you may be drawn to the conclusion that it's women. It's not just women. You can be a bitch. <laughs> you, can, you can be a bitch. Regardless of <laughs> so if you're approaching a junction, you look left, you look right, you make a decision, love. What it's you definitely do, women, isn't it? Because he said love. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you don't do is look left, look right, look left, look right, look left, look right. See me approaching then decide to pull out and go five miles an hour. That, that, that'll piss me off. That'll piss me off. That'll get you some abuse. Don't do that. Make a decision and be competent on the damn roads, especially when it's raining and it's dark. Shit's dangerous out here, and I like how I look. Adam, <laughs> on to you. <laughs> one of the things with driving, one of the things I always keep an eye out, and it always rings, rings uh, true in my head when it comes to, to bad driving, grey hair beware. <laughs> Those fucking old people driving yeah. cars. Fucking dangerous. Take their keys off them. The, one, the ones that do me are the ones that pull out in front of you when there's not a car behind you for 16 miles yeah. and then drive at 30. Yeah. There's a special place in hell reserved for those fuckers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Adam. Um, going back a few weeks, uh, Mark's not here tonight, but you may remember him talking about his neighbour who would park outside his house. I've got a neighbour who, who's doing something worse than that. And it's on and off for about the, the last year, but it's just started to really get to me and great at me. He's got, he owns a, an open little trailer and he's got in this habit. Now, for context, I do not live in the countryside. I live in a, a town, a generic housing estate on the edge of a town. Now, he is parking his trailer closer to my house than his, full of manure on a regular basis, <laughs> right outside stinks absolutely stinks yeah it's not like an isolated incident this is probably for two or three days every couple of weeks he gets this manure and leaves it there outside call call, call environmental health 
Well, uh, well, what? There you go. Probably yeah, as as as. Go just piss develop for Mark. Just go and take take piss a big steaming door. dump on his doorstep. There you go. And then put it, put it, get one of your kids' toy, toy trucks, shit in it, and leave it on his doorstep. (laughs) Or get one of your kids to shit in it, because then it's not you and he can't have a go at you. Well, I hope you've got some health of the Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that rounds us off uh, for this week. Uh, Yeah, remember Twitter, Long Snap Pod, Facebook page, Long Snapper Podcast. Get us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Nice one, gents. Have a good one. Okay, so for those of you still listening uh, and have listened to us before, you will know we reserved the last part of the pod to talk about our own fantasy league. Um, and this week has been an interesting one. How, how did everyone get on, boys? Well, I should have whooped your shiny ass. But you didn't. <laughs> but you didn't. Look, um, as I <laughs> as I explained on the text, I got candy and nuts due, due to the uh, due to the, the tennis scrambling my brain. I thought the Patriots were playing the Seahawks this week, so I left Baldwin and Edelman on my bench and didn't start the Seahawks defense. Boy. And if I'd have started both of them, I'd have won. Luckily, the records uh, don't have notes. They just they, they just have records. <laughs> and at this stage, I am eight and three, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, do- dominating. <laughs> yeah. Martin, how'd you well, I'm, only, I'm only one game back. I, I had a win this week. I, I had a. It was a mixed bag for for me because I had David Johnson go nuts, score twenty eight points, and then I had you know Martellus Bennett and Ryan Matthews kind of not get me anything at all. So mine was a bit peaks and troughs. Craig, I just want to say your domination talk. You are currently in the overall standing seventh in points for and points against. You have conceded the fewest. So you've had the easiest schedule. However, six of eight weeks, I would have beaten over half of the league. Which records don't you, lie, mate. Records don't uh, lie. Exa- exa- <laughs> exa- exactly. Records don't lie. I'm eight and three. Yeah, and, and, and it's a flaky eight and three. Six, six of the eight weeks, I would have beaten over half of the league. You are the and Minnesota Vikings of the Wonkers to a man. I'm, ten, I'm, I'm an average of 10 points down every week um, in terms of the overall points. And I ain't had a QB. Listen. It's, let's see how it look. Let's see how it shakes out at the end of the season, mate. All this, all this talk about coulda, woulda, shoulda. No one gives a shit, my friend. I mean, if anyone Order should matters. be screwing, it should be Neil. Really, second in points should be screwing. Oh, he, he, he's had a yeah. He's picked up nicely, but it's one I think because I play Craig next week. I think so. That'll be yep. one that will determine the. Um, the I hope the top you both of that lose, table. to be honest. <laughs> well, Cause... I, 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 spoiler alert, bad news. It's not going to happen, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in general, though, low, low scoring week this week. Only uh, two scores above 100. Well, yeah, it comes back to what we said earlier in the pod, wasn't it? About, you know, you've only got um, about 10 players breaking 20 points full stop and eight of those are QBs, of which we probably didn't start all of them. So, you know, there, there's going to have been a, a good number of points left uh, left. Uh, out there on the pitch, thanks to the shitty weather in the states, and I think it also is a sign of the, you know it is getting to that 
business end of, of the NFL season, it is a punishing league. Um, the next three or four or five weeks, you're going to see injuries. You might uh, see lower points. And it, it, it kind of speaks to strategy at this point. Uh, and one of the things I was always keen about is finding players who are prominent in what their offense does. So not just a good piece on a good team, but a piece that everything has to go with, through to be successful and I think that's going to be the difference moving forward who has players who are still relevant to their teams moving forward are we going to talk about this week's games then yep yeah, let's do it uh, let's have a let's look so, at the um, yeah, so I've good. got the schedule up we've got uh, end zone heroes Randy Learners now this one this is a tough one I liked both these teams all the way through uh, end zone heroes a bit like what you're saying about Neil um, I think this is one of the really unlucky teams where the ability to score points and has scored points um, but maybe been a bit unlucky who, who we got out of uh, heroes and the learners moving forward Roethlisberger Rogers, Forte Bell uh, who we got in that one boys I like the heroes I think just, it's a really just... tough one I mean both both of them had a bit of a kick in this week because obviously AJ Green's gone down Giovanni Bernard's gone down so one apiece has, has fallen off I think if the learners had kept AJ Green fit, I think I'd have gone advantage um, learners. But with that slight dip there, and I think that could be to Jeremy Hill's benefit, I'm going to go advantage heroes, I think. I'm going to go heroes as well. Doug, who you got? Still still the heroes, mate. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Neil versus Dougie. Uh, Red 61 versus the Tantrums. Um, I mean... Neil's got maybe an outside shot of making a playoffs. Dougie hasn't got a snowball's chance in hell. So he's just playing for fun now. Uh, just playing spoiler. I'm playing spoiler, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I would argue that now I've got a fully healthy team, I've probably got the strongest team in depth in our division. But you haven't. Ajayi, uh, okay. Rawls, Doug Martin, Greg Olsen, um, Tyler Eifert, Randall Cobb, I mean, Julian Edelman, where's the, where's the weak link? Your QB, but that's probably about about it. No, it is. It's a solid team now. It's just, obviously, the shitty record means you're not going to... Yeah, the, the injuries have cost me. me. The injuries cost me early in the season. Means it means fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we got Neil with Andrew Luck, Jonathan Stewart. He has got Kelly. Uh, he scored a big, maybe 38, um, 38 points last week. Um, other than that, I don't think. I mean, Gordon's back. That could be a big plus for Neil. Playing Houston, um, though. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Who we got then, boys? Someone pick. I think Doug's going to win that one. I like I say, I think his team's going to hit form. I don't think Jay's going to have quite the the big game, but the rest of the team. I think San gonna Francisco do, do pretty well. It's the it's the problems with the O line at Miami that I'm worried about. But the I could run for 200 three. yards against San Francisco. I think <laughs> that that you you you'll see a drop off from Jay because of the. Um, the O-line issues. The three injuries there are just massive. I, I think he can swap Ajayi out. Um, I'm and, not going to. Okay, well then, rules is to come in. Procise obviously goes on that basis. I do like Dougie as well this week, but um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you if you end up taking the, taking the loss because Neil has got the ability to score points if his players do well. You picking yourself, Doug? Of course. Of course. Dragons, Sue Girl, one cup. That is the worst name in the league, isn't it? Sue Girls One Cup. <laughs> I really like shit. it. Do <laughs> oh, so you like it? Yeah. I think that is AIDS. It, what was his one last year? His one last year was... Oh, well, he's had Roma Sexual Tendencies. Roma um, Sexual Tendencies, yeah. Yeah. 
You just like it because you did his little helmet thing. The actual name. Well, I did a helmet shit. thing for. He, oh, he had just the tip as well, didn't he? Every team has so, a helmet, mate. No, I know, but you like you. Didn't you like his one specifically? Oh yeah, yeah, that didn't was you a make particular. It big, yeah, yeah. But it's the second best in the league now. Okay. Eagle Bazooka <laughs> Lions the best. <laughs> but the worst team, according to you, who 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 wins um, between uh, Nick and Mark Black Dragons versus One Cup? Uh, not Nick. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think Mark's got this one. Just having a look at the um, Andy Dalton as your QB. I mean, okay, you can slot uh, Russell Wilson back in, but I can't see the predicted uh, points coming from the flex positions or the tight end. So, no, I, th- I think Mark's got that one this week. And if that stays true, I will no longer be the worst team in the league. I'm going for Nick, so in my mind, you'll still be the worst team. <laughs> you've still got a chance to win. <laughs> Let's move on to incognito all-stars, Kyber passes. Um, Damo's put together, well, up until last, I think he took the loss last week. He had been putting together a bit of a run, um, really benefiting from Prescott play. We've got the passers who, again, probably, well, out of it now. Got Cousins in there, um, and they've got Evans, who's you know big point scorer. After Evans, I can't really see a great deal on that passes team. Maybe Miller. Uh, I've got well, Damo. Zach Miller out for the oh, year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's so done. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't even got a tight. There you go. He's got to try and pick a tight end up off the wire, which you ain't going to get much value there. Lamar Miller. Um, Maybe I could trade him one of mine back. for Mike Evans. Well, I can't, yeah. Well, yeah. Just hope he hasn't well, listened to this podcast. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm sending it right now. <laughs> Unlucky, so Damo. Got... <laughs> uh, All-Stars or passes, Martin? I think the All-Stars, I'll just look at... They've got to win it. They've I, got I to win, otherwise they're out, basically. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the, the receivers for the All-Stars are good enough to carry some pretty poor running backs. Doug? Still the All-Stars. And I'm going All-Stars as well. We've got me versus Martin this week. Big Brown Bears versus Cantonese Dynasty. Dynasty, um, Dynasty, you're English. I'll call them whatever the fuck I want, mate. It's my team. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got concerns of Shady. Um, I'm streaming this quarterback thing. Martin's been scoring some big points recently. You don't need I to think... stream quarterbacks, man. You've hit You've hit gold with Derek, Derek, uh, Derek Carr. I wouldn't change him. I... And I'm 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 gonna stick with with Car Car's my guy. Although Balls does have that propensity to score you 27 points, 20 of them in the fourth quarter. So uh, there, there there is always that concern. Shady's obviously got the injury concern. Um, Martin with between Mariota and Johnson, it, he's just struck money there. Uh, I don't think there's anything else particularly worrying, but has a number of positions that can score points, but particularly Mariota and. Johnson, I think it's going to be a. He's always got a chance to score. You two basically piggybacking off of my team, really, that I drafted. You with Jimmy Graham, Martin with Mariota, you know. So, so what does that say about your? Decision? I know how to draft. I just don't know how to not drop people. Pretty much, we've thought about <laughs> you tinkering forever. <laughs> Dougie drafts and then changes his team. It makes no sense. Um, I, I think potentially the um, the highest scoring player for me this week could be the uh, the Ravens D. They're playing the Cincinnati Bengals with no AJ Green, no Giovanni Bernard, Andy Dalton looking shit. Where, where are they going to get any production there at all? So I could quite uh, quite feasibly see, uh, and I think it's at Baltimore as well. So I, I could see that being a quite a nice little little number for them. So I'm hoping that's going to going to come good for me. But uh, 
yeah, I mean, I think both of us look at each other's roster and think, well, hang on a minute, there's some uh, there's some pieces there that can can do some damage. Absolutely, I'm going uh, for the draw because I don't want either of you to win. It's <laughs> brilliant. Draw tie, <laughs> Martin. I'm going to back myself. I, I think, um, and hopefully, what they'll do if, if I get the win, I'll leapfrog you because I've got the points advantage. Yeah. So. Uh, and I'm gonna back myself, and hopefully that doesn't happen. And uh, I, I, I get my, uh, I get my buy. Do so you get a buy? I get a buy, don't I? Like, yeah, you get buy. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. That'll and lock finally, your buy up, won't it? Yeah, it will. Yeah, if you win, yeah. you're, you're, you've got the buy. Yeah. If I win, I'm in. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, and finally, uh, La Roja, also eight and three on top of uh, the international division. And Eagle Bazooka Lion, who in week two, Doug claimed were the worst team in the league. Who we got this week? Uh, Brady Breeze. That's always going to be an interesting matchup. Um, Brady with the Bazooka Lion, Breeze La Roja, um, Yeldon, Spencer Ware. Uh, Gronk is a big piece for La Roja, um, and depending on when he comes back, what are we thinking, gents? Well, it doesn't matter for Vince, he's, he's qualified for the playoffs anyway. I'd be resting my starters he, if I was him. Hasn't he got a similar situation that if the learners win, then the learners have got the points advantage. Yeah, so he needs to he needs to win to secure his buy as well. So I just I don't he, know. I don't, I'm not very, I'm not too sure how the, the Bazooka Lions have got five wins when you look at that roster. They certainly haven't scored very many points. That's for certain because I think they're you know certainly in their own division they've they've, they've not broken the thousand pretty comfortably short of the thousand but if you look at the two the international and national division they virtually mirror each other you've got a team at eight and three you've got a team at seven and four that's got the points advantage then you've got a team at six and five which is pretty close on points then you've got a team at five and six and it just we've just got a couple of dog shit teams in the national division whereas the um two in the uh international have got one more win than than our bottom feeders. So See, what pretty... I could do to make it interesting is is not really try against Neil. So he goes to seven and five because one of you two will then have to win the following week. Well, Whereas... three, three teams go through. Yeah, yeah I know. We're, we're all, but... all, all, all it will do is nail on the... Yeah, but if, if, if Craig loses and you win, he'll be... So if Craig loses and you win, um, you'll be eight going. and three, Neil will be seven and five. So then That's you'll have to win. Uh, there'll have to be a winner for the bye next week. Yeah, the bye next week's the, all that's up for grabs. It's the top, yeah. us three are going through to the playoffs. No, yeah, and I think no, I'd play, no, I'd, Mark, I'd play Mark, Neil Mark could still the, go through, couldn't he? Yeah, if, Neil, if, if you, yeah, if, if Neil loses and Mark Le- wins and then, win, that, then he, he could, wins out, yeah. he'd need to yeah. win the next Yeah, it's two, one of yeah. four from Neil, Neil's got the points advantage as well, yeah. Um, La Roja, Eagle, Bazooka Lions. La Roja, to lock up La Roja. the bye. Yeah, they're, they're, they're um, yeah, they've been strong all year. I'm actually going to go the upset and go Bazooka Lion, but it won't make a dog's piss difference. I think that's the end of the pod. Long snap pod done. What a marathon. Back next week. Cheers, boys. Take it easy, mate.